0: Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. We're still making our way through the octave of Christmas. That's the eight days following Christmas leading up to uh, January 1st. And this is a special time for us to be taking in the the central messages and the the truth that's being communicated, and the graces that are coming forth in this season for us in the church throughout the world. If you haven't had a chance this week to listen to the programs, I'd encourage you to go to our website at RenewalMinistries.net. You can listen to them there, or download them, or download the Renewal Ministries app. And kind of, I've tried to kind of bring us each day through the central themes that are coming through the readings and the liturgy or at least dimensions of what's being revealed there. And it really is beautiful. And I marvel every year when we get here, as I've mentioned in some of the other programs this week is, you know, we're celebrating on the 25th, we're celebrating Christmas and it's, it's so beautiful and peaceful and intimate and pure and, and just wonderful with the Holy family and the, the baby, you know, Jesus in the, in the manger and his purity and powerlessness and innocence and everything. and, and then boom, the next day it's, it's the martyrdom of Saint Stephen. And we say, why did Jesus come to help each and every one of us come to know what Stephen knew? The value and the treasure that he bore the it, it, one that's so valuable, the treasure that's hidden in the field, the kingdom, the king itself, that it's a truth and a reality that Stephen knew so profoundly in his heart and mind, by the grace of the Holy Spirit that he knew it was willing to die for and that he was a faithful witness as a disciple. That's what all of us are called to be. That's what the grace of the Incarnation is meant to lead us to. That's the church. Stephen's a, a beautiful image for us of what does it mean to be Catholic? What does it mean to be a Christian? And then we had... Not a Stephen's martyrdom, but then the um, these beautiful first the gospel of John on Christmas Day um, and then the readings from first John, John calling us, reminding us that we're the beloved, that we have fellowship with the Father and with the Son. And then we're back to martyrdom yesterday, the holy innocence and Herod gripped in darkness and the powers of this world, despite being from the tribe of Israel clings to his power, and wields it to intimidate and control, and he kills the innocent to maintain his security, what he wants, his power, his influence. Here's the human condition. Just like the human condition, the human heart was being revealed, in those including Saul, who stoned Stephen, an innocent man. They hated him. They wanted to silence him because they couldn't handle what he had to say. The truth, the light was too bright. The accusations were too penetrating and real. And his the judgment that he spoke about, they didn't have an argument for. And he was so convincing, they said in the Holy Spirit, we've got to shut this guy up. And they stoned him to death. So we have martyrdom this week, looked at twice. We have beautiful exhortations from John in his letters like we have today. You know, today is the fifth day again of the octave of Easter. I just want to begin with, uh, first John chapter two, verses three through 11 is what we're given today. So here's John again addressing us, reminding us that we're the beloved. And, uh, father, I just want to say, father, thank you for the gift of new life and thank you for the gift of your beloved son, Jesus. Jesus, thank you for becoming one of us. Thank you for dying and rising for us and revealing the kingdom and sending the Holy Spirit and making us children of God and that your love in the Holy Spirit was poured into our hearts and we receive it and we accept, we hear your words and we receive them that we are the beloved. You love us the way God the Father loves you God the Father loves us the way He loves you. We're His children. Lord, it's so hard to live in that and to have that be the central core of our identity, the source of our security and mental and emotional, spiritual health. Holy Spirit, we ask you to take it deeper. Let that be the gift that comes alive in us and dominates in a healthy way this octave of Christmas, and let it transform us, let it change us especially in this world that's so filled with division and hatred and lying and killing and murder and crime. It's just It's just everywhere and people see it and feel it. Holy Spirit, help us to be like Stephen. Help us to be like John. Help us to be like Jesus. Come Holy Spirit. So here's the reading. Beloved, the way we may we be we may be sure, excuse me, that we know Jesus is to keep His commandments. It's very interesting. Um, why is John putting it that way? Why, why does John say that this is the way we know that we know Jesus? Because to be Christian means to live in love. And the love language of heaven is what Jesus spoke to the apostles, and John wrote so beautifully about in his gospel. If you love me, you keep my commandments. And so to know Jesus is not just know data about him or his some historical facts about him. This is experiential knowledge. This is like in my soul I know him. I consider myself as a result as a believer. I belong to him. My life is no longer my own. I make it my aim to please the Lord. As St. Paul said, that's my heart. That's my intention. Despite my weak and broken condition, that's really what I desire and what I want. And so I seek to fulfill his commandments in my life, what he calls me to do, what he commands me to do. Again, the way we may be sure that we know Jesus is to keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him now is john talking about sincere believers who are battling through their own weakness in the battle with sin and they fall on occasion and seek you know confession and the rest is john saying well you don't know jesus because you committed a sin he's talking about people who literally haven't aren't fighting that battle. You know what I mean? They're not surrendering. They're not really pursuing the Lord. They're not abiding in him. They're not seeking his commandments. They're not doing everything they can to cooperate with God, to be alert, to be sober, to be clear-headed, to live in the truth by embracing the commandments of the Lord, even though we sometimes fail. Again, whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. Keep his word, keep his word, keep his word. Friends, this is why knowing the word is so critical. This is where we touch the work of the Holy Spirit here in in word and in sacrament in in a unique way unlike any other place. The Word of God reveals to us the will of God, the truth about God, the truth about us. The more we know the Word, not just reading the words, but in the Spirit, allowing the Spirit to make those words come alive in us, convict us, renew us, enliven us. This Word is where we begin to touch the truth, because what the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. Scripture talks about, Jesus talked the Spirit of truth is the author. God is the author of this word, and it's alive, it's living. It's the Holy Spirit. Whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. This is the way we may know that we are in union with him. Whoever claims to abide in him ought to walk just as he walked. Again, that's what John's been talking to us about this week. That's what we saw in St. Stephen at the beginning of the week, walking as Jesus walked. The word walk in the Bible talks about a, a whole way of life. It's, it kind of relates back to the whole idea uh, in that time. And, you know, we get f- a flavor of it in the Scripture is the master-disciple relationship. It's very common in the Lord's time. That's why Jesus gathered disciples and they followed him. He said, come after me. You could see, you know, the streets of Jerusalem and other places, a rabbi a teacher walking and behind him are those young men who were, you know, became his disciples, that is, came under his teaching, came under his formation. And the rabbi taught him a whole way of life, not just here's, you know, here's this passage and that passage, but they they ended up coming to live with him, Many he did, and they would become like him. He would share everything he had with them in terms of understanding of the way of life and the will of God and how he lived it out. So they could come into a whole new way of living. A fresh new way of living. uh, That's one that's under the lordship and majesty of Jesus. This is what John's talking about. Whoever claims to abide in him ought to walk just as he walked. So Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Abide in me If you love me, you'll abide in me, abide in me, you'll know my will. Abide in me is the way you bear fruit. What does abiding mean? It means talking with the Lord every day, interacting with him in his word, living out, you know, receiving the graces of the the life of prayer, of sacraments and the rest of service that the Lord wants us to walk in with him because that's where he's walking. That's where he is. That's where he's leading us. And as we go deeper in prayer, as we go deeper in service, as we go deeper in loving our neighbor, as we go deeper in, you know, the road to holiness and mission, we're abiding in him and we're walking where he said, come after me. You know, if you want to be my disciple, come after me. Take up your cross. That's what we're doing. Hard to do, Lord. Boy, there's a part of me today that doesn't want to do it. There's a part of me that kind of want to. I want to live more in the twilight. I don't want to get too much into the light. I don't want to walk too seriously every day. I don't want to be a fanatic. I want more of what I used to have. I don't want to fully leave the world the way you want me to leave the world. So that's the battle that's going on. This part of the taking up the cross of witnessing. We saw what happened to Stephen when he took up his cross earlier this week. The martyrdom. I mean, we've got so much room to grow in, friends, as the world grows more hostile to the church, and then even voices in the church try to be more liked by the world, conform to the world, to get along with the world, which is not what Stephen was trying to do. It's not what other other witnesses in the history of the church were. We're called to witness to love, to the truth, and it, and Stephen's really hard words, by the way, was love, just like Jesus's hard word hard words were love. Able to pay a price, so beloved, I'm writing. No new commandment to you, but an old commandment that you had heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. And yet I do write a new commandment to you, which holds true in him. That is in Jesus. The the commandment of Jesus fulfilled all the commandments of the Old Testament. They're all fulfilled in him and perfected. True in him and among you, for the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Whoever says he's in the light, though, but hates his brother... Is still in the darkness. Again, that's the whole liar. You can't, you can't be walking with the king and living in his grace and saying yes to his will and hate your brother at the same time. Now you may have a temptation. You may have stepped into something where you acted in a way that was hateful and you're repentant. You repent to your brother and you keep going. We can't hold on to these things. We have to be radically yielded to the Lord's will through the grace of the Holy Spirit and the help of the church. Bingo. That's what we're called to do. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call one 800 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe.